Let's get into the teaching this morning. We have been looking at the names of God. Amen. So far, we have looked at the names of God. Mainly, we have looked at God as El, God the Creator. And we have looked at God Elohim, God who exists as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God who is three in one. God is Trinity. God who is community. We have looked at God as El Shaddai, God or the Creator who is Almighty. We have looked at the Lord as Jehovah, God as the Lord, the Master, the Curious, the one who is above everything else and above everybody else. And as He expresses Himself as the Lord, how, what is He lording over in our lives? When we have sickness and disease, He's Jehovah Rapha. He's the Lord of our sickness and our disease, and He's the God who heals us. When we are in need, he's Jehovah Jireh. He's the Lord who meets our needs. The Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. He is our father who gives us our daily bread. Amen. When, when, when we need peace and we are troubled and we have fears, he's Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. Now this morning, we want to look at the Lord who is there, Jehovah Shammah. Let me quickly condense Ezekiel 48.35. We see the prophet of God, Ezekiel, in the last chapter of his book, where God sees him, makes him to see what will happen in the end of the world. He sees a new Jerusalem coming to bring restoration that God wants to bring in our world when there's so many things that have gone wrong in society at that time in Israel. Israel was in idolatry because of idolatry and many things having lived in disobedience to the word of God. They ended up in captivity and having to miss everything else that God wanted them to enjoy. Now God reveals himself in a vision to Ezekiel and we find when he reveals himself talking about this city in Ezekiel 48, 35, he says this city, a vast city, a big city, and there's measurements around this city. It was around about 18,000 measures. The name of the city from that day shall be called, the Lord is there, Jehovah Shammah. So God revealed himself as a God, not only by attaching his name to his holy city, but in that name, he also brings restoration as the Lord. This is not only a name that is a name like Cape Town, a name like Johannesburg, a name like maybe Nairobi, that we put over a city. But in this name, God reveals who he is in his nature as God. He is Jehovah Shammah. When God was saying to the children of Israel, I am Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is there. The Lord is there. That name was a promise by itself. When somebody was hearing Jehovah Shammah, it was a promise where God says to his people, I am God who will be with you. I will be God who will be near you. I will be God who will be in you. I will never abandon you. The Lord is there is a name that assures us of God's presence as we journey through life. Life has many stresses. Life has many points where we have to grow. But as we are growing and being challenged in life, 
we become unsettled. We become unsteady. As we go through life, through the stages of life, from our babyhood, from our teenagehood, into adulthood, into us, into our golden years, when we are just about to get into retirement and get into the sunset. The Lord says, wherever we are, the Lord is there. He's there in the entire journey of our lives. He's present there. Now when he speaks to Joshua and the children of Israel, in Joshua 1 verse 9, the word says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. God, when he says, I'm the Lord who is there, he says, I accompany you through life. When you are still in your singlehood, I'm still God and I'm there. When you enter into marriage, I'm still God, I'm there. I accompany you. As you are developing in your youth, the Lord says, I am there. I want you to know that I exist in your youth. Are you there? So God is there. Through all the stages of our lives, God is there. He's the Lord who is there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This should bring an assurance that whatever life brings tomorrow or maybe in the future, don't fret. God will still be there with us to live through tomorrow, to live through that future. I like what Daniel says in Daniel 2.21. He says, and he, talking about God, he says he changes the times. He changes the seasons. You see, we all go through different seasons and different times. So you, you might, our country might be going through recession or going through economic problems. But, but we, don't, we are not challenged the same way when it comes to economics. When others don't have money, others have money. When others are not sleeping, others are sleeping. When others are upset, others are happy. You see, our times and our seasons are not the same. But, but God says, I change the time. Maybe when you look at your time, your time is unfavorable. It's a time of pain. It's a time of discouragement. It's a time of loneliness. It's a time of rejection. But there is a God, Jehovah, who's there. He changes the time. He can change the temperature of your time. He can change the quality of your time. He's God who redeems the time. Whatever you have lost, he can help you to have catch up. Oh, he's a God who changes the times and seasons. Now, when the scriptures continues, he says, he removes kings. Or he removes leaders and raises up other kings. You see, there's other kings, there's other leaders. Whether it's in the church, whether it's in politics, whether it's in education, whether it's in, in anything that is social, whether it's in finances, when some of the leaders are there, we don't benefit. We don't benefit. We complain and complain. Because the leaders have forgotten about us. God removes. When leaders forget what is their mandate, it does not matter where they are. He will remove and put others who will follow his agenda. 
Now, don't worry. Whether it takes five years for them to go, they'll, they'll end up going. Amen. He removes kings and he puts just leaders. Now, then it continues to say, he gives wisdom to the wise. When you are wise, don't detach your wisdom from God. You see, wisdom can make you to go places. Wisdom. God can give you an idea. That can change your life and change our world. If God was not giving people wisdom, I can't imagine you being patatas. Some of you I can't imagine you with patience. Wisdom changes our lives. Wisdom improves the quality of the life we live. But sometimes once we receive the wisdom of God, we become our own people who don't credit God for the wisdom he has given to us. Don't forget the same way he has given to you, he can take it. So, we have seen wise people do foolish things. Go read the Bible and read the story of Solomon. He was the wisest man on earth. But when he dies, he dies in negativity. He says everything is vanity of vanities, meaningless, meaningless, meaningless. Meaningless. You are in power. Meaningless. You have lots of people serving you. Meaningless. You have more than 800 wives and concubines leading yards. Meaningless. Meaningless. John Wimber says, we don't seek God's power, we seek his presence. His power and everything else we need is always found in his presence. Now let's go into the scriptures. How the scripture reveal God who is there? Number one, the scripture reveals God who is there as God who is always present to help. Psalms 46 verse 1, it says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. I stay in Krugersdorp. Most of the places where we cut our hair, those guys who are working there, 
in those shops and malls are Algerians. Algerians. So my head is touched by Algerian. It's international. <laughs> I've never been there, but they've touched my head. <laughs> They're Algerians. They came to South Africa as economic refugees. Where, wherever they come from in Algeria, they had no jobs. They had their own persecution, struggles, and sufferings. They crossed so many borders to come south. Are you there? As refugees. They've got shops. They are providing services. They are dreaming like we are dreaming. You know why? South Africa has provided them a refuge. The same way when you say, God is my refuge. You come with nothing. You come broken. You come devastated. You come helpless. No resource. But once you are in the hands of God. Oh! When you say, God is my refuge. He wipes away your tears. He makes you to forget the struggles, the pains, the rejections that you went through. Because he's your refuge. Whoever has to touch you from that country where they come from in Algeria, they can't touch you without the South African government. It's permission and power. The devil has no authority to touch you, to inflict you, to harass you. When the Lord who is there is your refuge. He's not only your refuge, he's your strength. Now, let me explain. You know, there's time we come, we come to God, he gives us strength. He gives us. He gives us strength. And you receive it from God. There's times when he is your strength. He does not give you his strength. But when you are in his presence, you are strong because he's there. Tinamasikula. If bonus twaka. Maungen again. Utola upotwakor umamakor ubabakamekati. Unenkanenye. Upegele stwakalis. Kutu you day. You day. Nothing has changed about you. It is in whose company you are in. You are still weak. But you are standing next to power. Let, let me make another example. Let me make another example. I don't know about you. Tinasa kuli swabu mama. Abiba sevenze makishin. Maga yeshi stimele nentanzania yeshati. Umbonange na anzula ishop ya sematebisi. Useke iti na peta ma plastiki. Ora pete nje ipegi. Kana kuswe nelidi tlama. Angit naisipa tlama. Oh, this bone freeze. 
grocery bag. For the bone freeze, kick grocery bag. Tina, pre-millennials. Clama. Clama. Atwere clama. Magai figa ibega pansu kipin. Umunsa di klaku. Adule mole umetisete. The next thing you do, you go for the bag. Are you there? How we bull out of Rotom Bonyana? There are goodies in that bag. Same way. When the Lord is your strength. Ah. Oh. An ever present help in trouble. Pastor we are always in trouble. And some troubles. We don't make them because we are wrong people. Sometimes God blesses you so much. But by Favorite People maybe hate you because God has blessed you. You know, sometimes people can hate, hate you because umuhle. <laughs> Oh, Tandy guy. Not which you jupe as city ponto. Ah, Umundak Zondelenge. Are you there? Ugutumushi. Gunamanyabanta Bakwat. We have a Sogolosa, Ubayenzani. I want to go high. Good law born and we are shizang apagat. Ukwati so uti u positive lo muntulo. Une smile. Even though you have troubles, the Lord is an ever-present help. Now our challenge is that. Because we don't feel God when we are prejudiced, we only feel the pressures of our problems. We think God is not there. Feeling your problems does not nullify the reality of the existence of God in your life. He will always be there. I like what Brett Wilcox says. He says, God did not remove the Red Sea. He opened it. He will help us find a way through our problems as well. Number two, God is there as our leader. Second Chronicles 13 verse 12 reads, God is with you. He is our leader. His prince, his priests with their trumpets will sound the battle cry against you. Men of Israel, don't fight against the Lord, the God of our fathers, for you will not succeed. How does he lead us? When he say God is leading us, God is our leader. He leads us 
to direct us into his purposes and not our purposes. He leads us by influencing us into living a life that is pleasing to him. And he enables us to have a taste of a victorious and a successful life in his way. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, it says, But thanks be to God. Thanks for what? Who always leads us into victory through Christ. God uses us to spread his knowledge everywhere like a sweet-smelling perfume. You see, we all have battles. We all have fights. We all have attacks coming our way. We have to fight our fight. The fight of faith. But anytime you walk into that fight, thank God, you are set up for victory. Thanks be to God who always, always, every time, at all times, always leads us in victory through Christ. Max Lucado commented and said, God never said the journey would be easy. But he did say the arrival would be worthwhile. Wow. Though I go through, though I go through, I may struggle with death. I may struggle with pain. But on my way to the promised lands, there's a desert to cross. There are giants to face. There's no water. There's disease. But there is a God who is our keeper. Who never sleeps nor slumber. He's there watching over us. He's there with us. I'm telling you, though we feel pain, he's there to heal. The journey would be worthwhile. Number three, God is there to favor you. Isaiah 8 verse 10. Make your plans for the fight, but they will be defeated. Give orders to your armies, but they will be useless because God is with us. This is a message that the children of Israel had for their enemies. They said, no, we're not worried. You can make your own plans to fight us. But you will be defeated. Give orders to your armies. When it comes to God being there, your armies are useless because God is with us. Something I read says when God has selected you, it does not matter who else has neglected or rejected you. God's favor outweighs all opposition. You are a winner. You don't need anybody to love you to feel special. You are already special before God. You don't need anybody to make you feel important. Before God, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are precious. You are created in the image of God. You see, God's favor is unfair for other people because it is his grace. 
You see, God, when he gives you favor, it's undeserved. There's nothing you can show in yourself to qualify. Because God wants it to be a game changer against anything that is unjust against you. Are you there? Yeah. You know why? When you look into the natural, either he or she does not deserve them. When you look into the natural. But when you look into the heavens of heavens, there's God who's a gracious God. When you look at other people in positions of power, there's no match. You are more gifted, you are more qualified than them. But you are not there. They were given a grace that you did not get. All of us in our own way, in God's economy, he grants us the grace to fit where we would never fit in the natural. In the natural, you would never fit. grace of God. Number four, God favors you. And when he favors you, he sends you his angels. In Genesis 32 verse 29, we look at Jacob when he was cornered. And Jacob said, please tell me your name, speaking to an angel of God. And the angel replied, why do you ask me my name? Then the angel blessed him there. Because God was there with that angel. God is there to bless you in certain situations that are specific. And he sends angels to bring a blessing that is suitable for the change you need. Suitable to handle the circumstances in a way that they will change forever. He just sends an angel. In Genesis 24, verse 40, we have this assurance from the word of God. But the Lord said to thee, the Lord whom I walk, he will send his angel with you and prosper your way. When you go to an interview, you don't have to eat plants <laughs> and speak nice things. 
Because you have eaten plants. Are you there? You don't have to boil water and put a gas and take a blanket and take away a part in a snyam before you go to an interview. The Lord, the Lord who is there will go before you. He knows who must interview you. He will go with your tender. He knows who must adjudicate. He knows the tender committee. He knows the selection committee. He knows the finalizing panel. He will send his angels to make your way prosper. Please, for the sake of the ecosystem, leave God's plants alone. Billy Graham said, we have a ringing assurance that we are not alone. That we are assisted. We are defended by a powerful and glorious order of invisible beings called angels. When you are in war, God will send Michael the angel of war. Oh. When you need a miracle, where there is impossibility, there is Gabriel who will come. Mama's logo was born as a hamba. See a pansy pezulu. We are not alone. There is an order. There is an order. There is an army of heavenly beings. Angels. For every circumstance. They always go before you. Some of you have been surprised. That you pass accidents. You are not in the accidents. Oh. Number five. God is there to bring joy and remove darkness. Hey. Or sometimes and they're talking the truth. But hey, there's so much darkness. I can't keep my health. I can't keep relationships. I can't keep my money. Kisi fifi. But we need is their experiences. It doesn't have to remain that way. When the Lord is there. When the Lord is there. In Zephaniah chapter 317, it says, For the Lord your God is living amongst you. It is Jehovah Mudimu. Wow. The Lord your 
God. This is personal, man. I'm with more grace. I'm with more grace. I'm with more mercy. The Lord, your God. Ay, man. Upila nati, man. Ay, man. Unkulunkulu wetu. Upila nati. Aritwe lensam sokol. We must start affirming this God who is with us. The Lord who is among you. The scripture says, he is a mighty savior. Oh, Jesus. Kurota upulusa. Kamati. Batu basebe kolo ibara agna muntula. Pelili. Abasanga ni naoksasa. Arai wa loya manai. Sugala. Ya tagata man. Ya tagata. Ngazo mapamgwetu. Uzo sfagela. Outer God, the Lord is mighty. He helps you to go through complex situations. Complex. Complex. Sometimes you have children who, who, who are not cooperating with you. you. You've tried everything. You've tried everything. Lafemudim. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the Lord. Fearful thing. That rebel of yours. When you look at your child who's changed, who are selfish, who are on a journey for self-destruction, keep It's a mighty. La posithulegeko. Usana mantra. Usana netemba. He will take delight in your gladness. Mudimu utlataba litabu nlahao. Pasaluan. God is happy in your success. God is happy in your health. God is healthy, is, is happy in your soberness. God is happy when you have a healthy marriage. He's happy for you. He takes delight. He takes delight. God is not a killjoy. When you are succeeding, oh, God is happy. There is a party in heaven where you are leading where you are supposed to lead, where you are blessing where you are supposed to be blessing, 
Why you are progressing where you are supposed to be progressing? Heaven is celebrating. That look, my children are graduating. My children are starting businesses. My, the businesses are profitable. My kids, God says, are getting healthy. Stronger and stronger. My children are not on drugs. Oh, my children are worshippers. God is pleased. He's pleased. When we succeed. The scripture says, oh, I love this one. With his love, he come your fears. Pastor we have fears. We have fears. We have struggles. We have worries. Oh, they're The comforter. The helper. The counselor. The teacher. The standby. The advocate. Is there. When people are expecting you to crash, to be on substance as a crash, because the Lord is there. Oh, I love the last part. He will rejoice over you. With joyful songs. Think about it this way. Sometimes umoharama tata. Kuna lingo omale. The Lord is singing in your ear. Singing in your ear. At that time, the stress. At that time. You're about to give up. Ali koi kama Hey! You refuse to cast that name. Because it's a beautiful name. It's the name of Jehovah. Six. Ikama lengosi liyo na. At that time, you are cornered. Pe pe lewona uya guzadi. Oh Jesus. Of rejoicing. Unali record your diagnosis. Or this is your disease. Ah, hallelujah. I am the Lord that He led. Thee. I am the Lord, your healer. 
send my word and heal your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. A.W. Tozer said, trying to be happy without the sense of God's presence is like trying to have a bright day without the sun. We can only have true happiness from Christ. He is the true light that can scatter our darkness. David says in Psalms 27 verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my strength, the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When you are walking in the darkness, he's your light. Financial darkness, he's your light. Family darkness, he's your light. Confusion personally, he's your light. The Lord is my light. Oh, when the light of God shines over your circumstance. Number six, God is there because he said so. In Isaiah 46 verse 6, the scripture says, Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. Oh, God is there. He's real. He exists because he has said so. And he's been revealing himself as the Lord, the master. He's the master over your circumstances. Hmm. He's your redeemer and he lives. He will deliver you when you need deliverance. He's the Lord of hosts. He's the Lord Almighty. He's the Lord of heaven's armies. The angels have just spoken about. One angel can destroy America as a superpower. One engine. Yet the Lord is the Lord of hosts. There's multitudes of them that the Lord commands in your favor. He's Alpha and He's Omega. All the power pe powerful people come, they find God there first. And they go. God is still the last man standing. When they go. God does not need people to authenticate him. Sunday Adila just says. We want to bring the presence of God to people. But forget in the process. That only God himself 
is able to do that. In Isaiah 43, verse, verse 11, the scripture says, I, yes, I am God. I'm the only savior there is. So, let's stop wasting time looking for salvation anywhere else other than in God. Stop looking to people who are mortal, who die like us, who feel pain like us, and get stressed like us. God is the only one who is able to deal sufficiently with your sin problem. He can deal with your addictions. He can deal with your oppression. He can deal with your suffering rejection. He can deal with your misfortune and your frustration. Stop knocking at the wrong doors and start knocking at heaven's door. He's Jehovah Shammah. He's the Lord who is there. He came, he was born through a virgin. And he was named Emmanuel. God with us. Emmanuel became human, felt and acted in a human body and understood our struggles that we're facing as humanity on earth. Thus, he became a perfect savior. Application and I close. How do we live the truth that God is there? How do we live it? Something I want to quote. Your limitation is not what you don't have. But it is what you don't use. We have things that God has given to us. We look weak. We look desperate. Because we don't use what we have. Number one. Believe in the Lord who is there. Believe. Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, you cannot please God. Anyone who comes to God must believe he is real and that he rewards those who truly want to find him. You must personally believe that God exists and that he is real in your life. R.C. Sproul says, the issue of faith is not so much whether we believe in God. Many people believe in God. But whether we believe the God we believe in. If God says, I'm the Lord your peace, do you believe he can give you peace? If the Lord says, I'm Jehovah Rapha, do you believe he can heal you? Number two. How do you live in the truth that God is there? When you praise him extensively. Oh. You must live in praise. Ah, Jesus. Live in extensive praise. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 12 and 13. It says, riches and honor comes from you. You rule everything. You have the power and strength to make anyone great and strong. Why can't you worship this God? Hey, riches and honor, they come from God, not human favors. They come from God. You rule over everything. God can affirm 
God who's there. Here you have the power. You have the strength to make anyone, anyone. And do you know who's anyone? You. You. God can take you because he has the strength and the power. He can make you great. Why can't you praise this God? You're always praising the devil, the demons that are at work. You're always praising powerful people, celebratizing them. Why can't you celebratize your God? Celebrate him extravagantly. When you get appointed on that job, when they give you a, a letter of appointment, go into your closet, close the door, and say, God, I join heaven in celebration. Today you have made a mark in my life. In this job, you are coming in with me. This is your gift. Hey! Verse 13 says, now our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. Matt Radman says, the revelation of God is the fuel for the fire of our worship. When you know that Jehovah is Jehovah Jireh, every time, you know when you know the names of God, every time you do anything, it's a reason to praise God. If you have to eat, oh, Jehovah Jireh, I thank you that I'm sitting next to this healthy table. Less cholesterol, less salt. I have so many choices. Ah, thank you, Jesus. I sanctify this food because it comes from your gracious presence. God, you chose only me to have this meal, and I thank you. When you're in a car, you are driving. Thank God for mobility. God, I thank you I can go from here to there in the comfort and the protection of this vehicle. I could have been on a donkey. I could have been on a bicycle. Thank you. Thank you. Every time you sleep, when you wake up, he says, oh God, I'm in the same WhatsApp group with, with David. Indeed, you give the beloved sleep. But now, you overdo it. Man. Number three, place your hope in his word. Psalms 119 verse 74 says, May all who fear you, God, find me a cause for joy, for I have put my hope in your word.
We have no hope outside of the word of the Lord who is there. He says his word in season that is right for your circumstances. Steve Maraboli mentioned this. He says, reading the Bible will help you to know the word. But it is when you put it down and live your life that you get to know the author. When the Lord is there, his word becomes real. Because you have fellowship with him through his word. Number four. The Lord who's there, when he's there, we pray to him. We pray to God. Second Chronicles 14 verse 11 speaks about King Asa. When he was surrounded by more than a million army of people, soldiers about to destroy him. Asa called out or cried out to the Lord, and I love it, his God. To the Lord, his God. Jehovah must be personal to you. Saying to his God, Lord, Lord, I love this man. Only you can help the weak against the strong. Lord, help us. Lord, our God, because we depend on you. We fight against this Onamas army in your name, Lord. You are our God. Don't let anyone win against you. Ooh. When Jehovah is personal with you, whoever fights you fights God. But these are your enemies. These people are after you. They are after your health. They are after your success. They are after your family. They are after your prosperity. But he, he cried to the Lord, his God. Or even when we face them, Tina, we are fighting in your name. The Lord Almighty. We are fighting in the name of El Shaddai. We are fighting in the name of Jehovah Jireh. We are fighting in the Lord of in the name of Jehovah Shalom. We are fighting in the name of Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner. We are fighting in your name. You see, through prayer, Bazalwan, we petition God. Kuru, we lobby, we lobby God. We petition God to crush all the strong forces of evil and injustice that seek to destroy us when we are weak, when we are vulnerable and disadvantaged. R.A. Torre taught, and he said, prayer can do anything that God can do. When you come to God and you have a financial need, he will finance you. He's God. He's God. He's God. You activate it through prayer. 
Whatever you ask, Jesus says, in my name. Whatever you ask, in my name. In the name of Emmanuel, God who is with us. The Father will give it to you. Number five. We have to live in him. And that's our consciousness. In the real it's our consciousness. Acts 17, 28 reads, For in him we live and move and have our being. But just imagine this. You see, the scripture says, In him what do we do? We live. In him what do we do? We move. In him we exist. We have our being. Let me give you this picture. Think about yourself as a fish in water. The fish lives in water. The fish moves in water. The survival of everything that the fish needs is in water. Imagine the fish is a striking. Pouncing a mass. Hashtag Water shall fall. There's no way a fish will fight water. A fish stops being a fish once you remove water. It's no longer a fish. It must be a land animal or it must be a bird. Now, some of us, we are fishes in God's kingdom. This is, this is also, the, my analogy is accurate, you'll see. Come follow me. I will make you. The symbol of Christianity for years has been what? Fish. Fish. God is fishing us out of the world. Into his own kingdom. That is why Bazalan, like a fish, in him, he's our water. We live. We swim, we move. Whatever we need for our being is in that water. You are laughing because it's ridiculous. Again. Fish never leaves water for survival and for existence. In him, in him, in him, we live and move and have our being. As I close, I want to close with this. I'm happy, just left with one minute. Jesus. First, Chronic, First Corinthians chapter 5, chapter 1, verse 5 and verse 8. Listen to what the scripture says. For in him you have been enriched. It's, it's already past perfect tense. 
stand. Where in him, in Christ? What has happened? You have, talk, talk, talk to me. It's there on the screen, how, how? For in, in him, the scripture says, you have been enriched. How? How have you been enriched? In what? In all your speaking, in all your knowledge, verse 7, therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. Oh. As long as you are in him, as long as you are fish in water, everything you lead for life and godliness is in that water. In Christ. Once you get out, once Father, we thank you for your word. For you are such a good God. You're worthy to be praised and ever to be exalted. You are God. You are God. You are God. You are the Lord who is there. For we live in you. We move in you. We have our being in you. That to help us to live in the truth that we are enriched in you. We have everything we need for life and godliness as we are in you. As we are in you. As we have our eyes closed, every head bowed in the presence of God. You have been living your life without God. Today you say, Anybody in this place, you want me to pray with you. You have been living without God. Oh, God bless you, my sister. Keep that hand up. Could you kindly raise your hand where you are? I see hands are going up. God bless you. Keep that hand up. God bless you. Anybody else? Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to God. I want to live in Him. I want Him to live in me. I want to move in Him. But I want Him to forgive me of my life. All the things that are wrong that I've done, that He may wash me. If you are here, kindly raise your hand where you are. Let me pray for you. I see hands are going up. God bless you. At the back there, keep that hand up. God bless you. Anybody else? God bless you. This side, God bless you.